Hello and welcome world to another episode of Ham and Bangers. We're back in the studio this week with you once again, as always, on Sundays from 9 to 12 on WVAU, your local most awesome radio station there is. <laughs> um, we have a super awesome mix with a ton of awesome Moomba tracks and all kinds of stuff that will get you through whatever you're doing, whether that's studying booty shaking twerking any of that good stuff so we've got a killer lineup for you guys tonight and we'll have a special guest with us again this week in the studio later on stay tuned for that and if you've paid attention to the facebook page you can see who it will be in there live tonight that's facebook ham and bangers check it out if not stay tuned and you'll have to find out later um, but you can check it out on the Facebook to see who is with us in the studio tonight. Yeah. All right. So should we? Shall we begin? Play the music. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna start uh, this mix with a new song from Grizz called "Getting Live." Cause we like to get live. Nice funk track, and we really am not. Really sure we're going to play for the rest of the mix, but we'll come up with it as we go. And uh, we got an awesome guest, a friend of ours, uh, who's got a great mix for us later in the night. So stay tuned. And uh, thanks for tuning in to Him and Bangers on WVAU. As always, the truest station in the Northwest. Let's go. Get in. 
like the lights in the city above for the first time. Shine on everyone. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. And I don't wanna fight it.
So that's the live mix from us for tonight. And that went from one direction to a completely other direction. <laughs> yeah. Um, and involved nothing about the band One Direction. <laughs> yeah, thankfully. <laughs> Thank uh, goodness. That last song there was uh, the Vanderway edit of Random Access Memories. The Made from the 15-second SNL advertisement clip uh, of Daft Punk's song, which still has not been released yet. <laughs> and it won't for a while. But In they, my guess. that particular French producer made a song out of it and added lyrics and instrumentation and stuff, <laughs> which is pretty impressive given that the song doesn't exist. He's working on 15 seconds of material. I'd say that's pretty impressive. But, uh, yeah, sort of went... Uh, it took a strange turn. Started out with some Moomba, like we often do, and ended up in new disco <laughs> territory. So that's different. Um, yeah, so if you're listening and you're expecting that ratchet, ratchet trap music, you didn't get it. <laughs> but you'll you'll get plenty of it next week. So fair oh, warning course. to those of you who hate trap who don't listen to our show because you hate trap. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably not listening now, but you probably wish you were listening now because we just played a lot of stuff that was not trap music. So there. Haters. What you know about that? Um, I know all about that. But, uh, oops. But yeah, we, uh, highlights. Um, great song at the beginning, Getting Live by Grizz. Uh, Grizz is always a good time. Uh, we did play... That brand new, as of yet unreleased, uh, carried away Passion Pit remix, um, Dylan Francis by Dylan Francis. Uh, big fan of him. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. some new disco and and stuff like that from the likes of Deep in Disco, Bit Funk, Urca, <laughs> the Knox, always the Knox. Top Talk we've talked about before, um, and Oliver. We'll try and play some more Oliver in the future other than just Control and Move Your Body because there's other songs. But <laughs> <laughs> jumped out at me at the moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, ended on ended on that awesome Daft Punk edit. And that's pretty much all we have though as mentioned before our guest tonight is dj aslan um who's been in here before he came back in january he's back uh with a with more than a laptop yeah this time (laughs) uh sure he's got a great set in store for us i think he just knocked on the door Yep. and (laughs) he's locked out at the moment and uh while we get him set up uh, we are just going to play. I'll play a track. I promise you, I'll play last week. Oh, oh, the Kid Cudi track. The Kid Cudi track. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It well, finally dropped, and it features none other than Too Short. <laughs> um, who actually is? Uh, I think he's arrested right now. Um, whole lot of he got. Uh, he's like arrested on like five different charges. Good. <laughs> Luckily, Cuddy got his feature before he went before he got arrested. So here's the newest single off Indicud, 
um, Kid Cudi's upcoming album, April 23rd. Get stoked, get excited. This is Kid Cudi, Girls, featuring Too Short.
All right, and that was Kid Cudi's newest single, which you got if you pre-ordered the album. Um, it's, again, called Girls featuring Too Short, and definitely really interesting um, take. It was a lot more like his other single, Immortal, versus um, King Wizard and Just What I Am. Um I won't say it's like a new direction because it's kind of like his wizard project that he did with Dot the Genius, but um, considering he said like Indica was going to be like a pretty much like all rap album, it's kind of weird to hear that two of his first singles um, are less on the rap side and more on his rock and wizard side, but um, definitely listen to it. If you loved it, great. If you didn't love it, listen to it again and more because i was really kind of surprised by it on the first listen but great track check it out again for sure yep and uh while our guest is still getting set up i'm gonna play one more song for you in the meantime it's a new release came out today from our friend sound remedy uh it's a freebie you can download for free on his facebook page it's called liberation and i think it's one of his best uh dubstep tunes yet so take a listen
All right, so that's Liberation by Sound Remedy, a new original uh, from a Hammond Bangers favorite. And you can actually see him Thursday night at Rose Bar. That will be, be at Current. Um, hmm. And he is playing Thursday night in Washington, D.C. Uh, but now, which you've all been waiting for, uh, we have our friend in studio. How's it going? Now oh, his mic's up. Now it's turned oh, on. Oh, there, there it's on now. How's it going? I'm Aslan. Great to have you on the show once again. Oh, yeah. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's back. <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah. He, was the, he was the first. Yeah, first guest. His guest. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun, man. Yeah. This time, we've got a little bit more equipment, though. <laughs> oh, heck yeah, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked on this one. Thanks to uh, Epsilon Knot for uh, uh, hooking me up here, you know? Yeah. yeah, he's a really cool dude for let me borrow his stuff and everything. So, yeah, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be here and everything, man. Stoked to see you guys. You know, into it. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, definitely. What do you uh, What do you have on tap for tonight? Uh, on tap, I think we'll I think we'll hit it off with a remix that I made recently with a friend of mine, Alex S. And then um, we'll uh, go in a little bit of a. Uh, probably a little little rusty, a little trap music, and then uh, we'll go in a little. Uh, possibly go in a little drum and bass, maybe a little nice. Moomba. Depends nice. on what, what I'm feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe a couple oldies in there, a couple new ones, a couple like unreleased it. ones, uh, uh, stuff my friends sent me. Uh, all over, man. Sweet. Sounds We're good gonna to me. handle the whole wheel of whole wheel of dance music, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of my that's one of my favorite things about dance music today. You just go all over the place. So that's where we're going. Deep in the rabbit hole. (laughs) All All right. right. Well, you guys are listening to Hammond Bangers. Thanks for sticking with us and enjoy DJ Aslan's guest mix. Let's do it. Thank <laughs> you. 
All right. Where are my headphones? <laughs> Down the floor. Ah. That was our guest mix from DJ Aslan. Yeah, that was man. That was that was exactly like you said. I went all over the place, and that was awesome. That was that was sick. That was great to listen to. Yeah, thanks, dudes. Yeah, like you know, I, I tried to fit everything in there, and I, I really did. <laughs> kind of surprised myself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's it's. It's hard, man. It's really hard. Honestly, it's the hardest thing in the world to bring, you know, all the different types of dance music together. And, you know, sometimes even when I'm like making a, um, a mix like, you know, at my house and I'm like going to uh, bleed out to like other radio stations when I don't play live, you know, it's it's crazy. I like surprise myself at, you know, what I can create just like, you know, by spinning my tables, you know, and, you know, a lot of it is getting the key harmonics of each tune you know it's really really studying you know that's why i use uh mixing key um to really study harmonics and even there's a website called if you don't want to buy mixing key it's only like 60 bucks it's a website it's called um chemical records i've been using for years and it and it's it's pretty accurate on like the key stuff but they use the camelot wheel when figuring out different keys so like you know uh like uh the last one sub focus um uh, tidal wave is a uh, 7a so that's like um I'm not i'm not really even sure like what that is it's like a uh, it's like a b or something it is oh stupid preview d minor oh d minor <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like yeah. like you know stuff like that and um yeah you know i'm i'm very a lot of producers they focus around well the, the good producers i should say they focus around the whole thing you know the whole wheel the whole wheel is their 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 uh their tone I think that my key primarily is the 3A and the 2A. Um, that's where I kind of like when I start making a tune. That's really where I kind of settle, and it's it's a it's a it's a bad habit to be in, you know. Um, so I try to kind of kind of get creative, and you know, I start go I started going just recently. I started going to the AA, you know, A minor, you know, mm -hmm. um, kind of um, uh, D fl D flat minor range. Uh, 12a and uh, my friend Alex s he produces at the 11a and that's very interesting that's um um not a lot of uh a lot uh a fair amount of producers use 11a but um it's really popular for moonbaton right right exactly and so um you know it really depends do you guys use mixed and key at all or uh we yeah. manually key all of our tracks well that's really cool um, yeah luckily this guy is like a genius when it comes to that stuff all his piano days are yeah it took really piano helping us out for 11 <laughs> oh, years me so. too i took i took piano for took piano for about five years and um but honestly like <laughs> yeah i it's crazy because i forgot i like forgot how to p play the piano like couldn't really re couldn't really read music for like the longest time then when i was at um my home uh, my parents have a piano in, in our like family room, whatever. And I literally just sat down and started tickling the keys. And literally, my my parents were like, "Wow, Spencer, like, 
like, where did you learn that? And I'm like, <laughs> I literally just made that up, you know, right now. <laughs> and they're like, wow, that's amazing. You know? And so, and you know, it, it depends, man. It depends like kind of your whole, you know, lifelong kind of, um, uh, stride towards music. You know what I mean? And like, I haven't really like, I wouldn't exactly, I was talking to a teacher actually just recently. I said, I wouldn't re- exactly count myself as a musician because I don't really read music. And he's like, oh, you don't need to do that. You know, like he wrote a whole album. He told me he wrote a whole album, like 11 tracks, that is just him, like, he he recorded each individual track, like guitar, drums, piano, everything, his voice. And he can't really read, he can figure it out, but he can't really read music at all. And he was just figuring out by ear. And I'm like, wow, that's that's really cool. And a lot of producers are doing that nowadays. You know, like, like, um, um, like, you know, Hudson Mohawk was saying in one of his interviews, you know, a lot of a lot of interviews that they have with like, you know, uh, Chrissy Chris on BBC Radio One, as well as um, Annie Mac, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they even say like, oh, I, I can't really read music. It just kind of comes to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And and so but but yeah, man, I it, it's just it's all about what you really feel at the time. And and, you know, it's it's hard because especially when I get going on a tune, it's, you know, the big thing for me is if I make it heavy or if I make it soft. That's that's the biggest challenge yeah. that I have in a while, that I have really. And sometimes, you know, it's crazy because I get kind of periods of just like kind of this weird like, you know, depression because it's like I'm like, do I make it hard or do I make it like <laughs> feel good, you know, like disclosure because I'm like I'm really all over the all over the spectrum. I'm really like if you were to put me into a category you'd put I'd probably put myself in like kind of like the sub focus area and then like the disclosure area which is a very very wide spectrum (laughs) but it's like it's it's just kind of really what I really like you know I've always been really into sub focus and and I've recently just got really into this duo uh disclosure and uh they've been really just they've been killing it man you know yeah yeah duo out of United Kingdom uh, and they came here in March. They came here March twenty uh, second. I saw them at the uh, U Street Music Hall, which was actually a, a nine thirty club, except it's switched around. And like nine thirty club becomes um, instead of just a DJ setup, it's like they um, uh, it's like a full stage, and they actually had like all live instruments, and like they played all the keys out on their. Um, they had like uh, Ableton. They had, uh, they were running like Ableton Live, I believe, uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. they were just they were playing all the stuff, you know, except for their their collab that they did with um, Aluna George. That that baseline is a is actually a um, uh, an analog synth, and so they didn't actually have that on set, but they um, recorded um, that uh, baseline. They just literally like pressed a button, and that baseline came out, and so well that that that, that was just really awesome just seeing them you know live and like what they do and like their whole little drum set they had like you know cowbell like you know all (laughs) these just random instruments that you know all these toms that were just different notes and like different little tones and just like it was really cool just to kind of see them work at it you know and and the crowd was just digging it they just the crowd was just lovely you know the crowd was just loving them every second you know they they want they did an encore of latch they, they mm-hmm. didn't play latch and then they then then i think that's what that's the tune that they're really testing because it's like everybody was like latch 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 <laughs> latch and i was like you know oh come on like latch is really cool and like so um it came out and played another 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 encore and that was really cool um i love the crowd too the crowd was actually more more chicks than guys which i was very amazed huh. um you know i thought it was going to be like really equal you know but um 
like you know i met i met this group of like four or five chicks and they all came from uh north carolina just to see them wow. and yeah yeah <laughs> north, <laughs> north carolina yeah and and that's that, that's really cool like you know and and especially for the first tour in um uh, the U.S. You know, I'm pretty pretty fortunate that I got those tickets. I knew they were coming like in January, and I was like, "Oh, got those tickets," yeah. you know. And then and then I saw um, another DJ, uh, Travis, um, uh, who's on who who's who actually works there. Oh, that was my phone. And uh, um, he was um, uh, he walked by me and he l- he looked over at the stage. He's like, "Oh." I'm camping out here the the whole night. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and uh, um, it was it was just really rad. And so I think that next week they're playing at the Coachella Music Festival. A lot of my friends are really oh. at Coachella Music Festival in um, California. A lot of my friends are getting really amped about that. They Damn. a lot of my friends are really jealous that I saw them. I saw Disclosure before they did, <laughs> and um, you know they were stoked to hear that such good things about it. You know, yeah. And yeah. so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really stoked that. Um, they came out and played. I'm just, you know, they were, they were rad. They were there, everything. They were more than I expected. I was expecting like a DJ set, but they played a, a yeah. real live, you know, live instruments and everything. And that's pretty rare, man. Especially for, you know, um, uh, I just thought that they were on tour for uh, promoting their new album that's coming out soon. But, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're around, man. They're around. Nice. Man. Yeah, yeah a lot of, a lot of really young DJ producers. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like uh I think it's funny cuz they walked right by me and I was like do I like act all newbie and be like hey man, like you know it was like <laughs> and I was actually talking to people so it was like it was like I'll just talk to people. And so um they actually rock, walk right by me and they were like over 6 foot. They were like 6 foot like 4 or something like that, both Jeez, of them. Wow. And like I think um I think the um, it was, it's like Howard and Guy and, um, they're, they're both really tall and they're like, 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 I think, is it, uh, like one of them's like 19, one of them's like 21 yep. or something like that. That's yeah, like, so. that's like right around your age, my age kind of, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. um, it's amazing how, how fast they've been picked up, especially they've gotten a lot of love on BBC radio one with, uh, Annie Mac, Annie Max, uh, that, it was actually Annie Max, I believe top three they were in, uh, right with, uh, Hudson Mohawk and, um, uh, subtract as uh, top three groups for uh, last year, 2012. So that's really that's that's remarkable, um, yeah, you know, especially because they're because even she says every time like they're they're just babies. You know what I mean? Like I it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of like I went to see uh, this past week. I went to see Flume. Oh, at uh, at U Street also. Cool. He's I think I think he's 20, maybe 21, but it was also it was just ridiculous to see like wow that guy up there is just a little bit older than me right he's from australia (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. all the way over here in the states i've been waiting for him to come so long i was super excited what type of music does he play um well uh we can actually take a listen to some of his stuff he plays um so he's got two projects he's got flume which is him and then his other one is what's so not which is a duo with another australian dj and i don't I, i guess you call it you'd call it bass music yeah um yeah it's really awesome actually if you hand me that aux cable yeah, yeah for sure out of the back of there um i can i can play some for you because i 
I think I've as heard Max him, knows, I, I love him. I think I've got a I've bit of an obsession. Him. When yeah, I'm he well he he released in I think I think in November he released uh, like his album, which is also called Flume, but uh, he's got some really good remixes. But this is an original from his album, which we'll play for all you lovely listeners. The song's called Holding On. Pretty good example of his style. So, how about we take a listen? So that was holding on by Bloom. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's it's interesting, very groovy, funky, but at the <laughs> same time, he I mean he's an excellent. He's obviously like a producer, and it became really clear at the event at U Street. I mean, it was, he was DJing, but he's not like a DJ. He's definitely a producer, so it wasn't so much about the craft on the decks, but more right. like. People were going crazy just because he's playing song after song after this album, right, um, right? And it was it was really cool, really cool and kind of surprising given the given the people who were there because there are definitely some people who like knew him and there are others some people who I was just like, what are you doing here? Oh, knew him like personally? <laughs> no, 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 like had heard of him. He, oh, okay. Um, he's he's really big in Australia. I was right. surprised at how many Facebook likes he has, but not many people around here know him. Uh, 
but people were going crazy like when this song came on and when oh yeah he's got a really good uh remix of higher mm. uh by taku and uh <laughs> his hyper paradise remix got pushed around a lot online and, and like w- when those came on it was great he mixed he mixed in one of those with uh what did he do oh he kept he he sampled from swimming pools by kendrick lamar and like uh and threw a biggie acapella over like one of his remixes and that's that was, pretty cool that was kind of fun but it was it was it was a really good time i like it when they break out the um the little paper paper globes at u street you know it's gonna be a good concert <laughs> oh yeah that. absolutely uh, yeah unless it was that first french guy we went and saw there yeah max wasn't so much <laughs> of, the, of the tech house kasafelstein but yeah um but other than that yeah that was a that was a different introduction to <laughs> that's my first show there and i was like this place is a little bit odd. <laughs> it, was mainly, it was mainly that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but since then, I've had nothing but yeah. incredible experiences at U Street. It's been unreal. And we've seen a, we've seen to focus on a lot of really like young people lately, like, especially yeah. the concert. Because, I mean, what? Like we saw, when we saw like Shlomo and those guys, he's like 19 too. Shlomo's 19. Yeah, Ryan Shlomo's Hemsworth 19. is also pretty yeah, young right. too. Yeah, he's young too. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's, it's kind of mind boggling actually. The people who are the biggest in the music that we pay attention to, especially, right, um, are really, really young. Right, right. Well, it's funny because I was just in a DJ competition and I'm so glad um, there's a kid who was 12 years old. Oh wait, yeah, you guys were in we it. Were yeah, in yeah, it too. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this sounds familiar. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that, that kid's that twelve insane. years old, and you know, I talked to his mom. His mom's like, yeah, I practice like twenty times a day, and I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, geez, you know, go out and play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked that. I, he, I was gonna I was gonna have him win because like you know it, it just yeah the amount of stuff that he was doing he was a DJ DJ man he yeah. was like you know like scratching doing all the like digital DJ stuff yeah, yeah. doing like, all the, the doing all the DJ stuff that yeah. I was just mixing music yeah, yeah that's yeah, like yeah. what I was doing and like like I saw your set you know that's that's yeah. what I heard from your guys set too yeah, that's yeah. What you're doing too and so I think that you know fair game like that kid you know big ups to that guy you know he, dj when, danger when he when he develops like because he's very much like a pop you know like yeah. radio dj yeah. that's kind of like what i heard when he develops really kind of just you know a, a, a hone in on what he wants to do yeah. he will be unstoppable i can just i can just sense it you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. and and i'm stoked for when he kind of it'll it'll be interesting to see where he goes next yeah, yeah. um i can't really predict it but um you know i'm stoked that he's at, you know i was playing gamecube at his age you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you know so i was riding my skateboard i was yeah like, yeah I, I had no clue I, I was like oh those are record players what's that guy doing with record players right, right. i had no clue and this yeah. kid's like scratching doing scratches behind his back doing all kinds of crazy stuff that i've never even thought of doing when i was that age right right and you it's, know it's it's really cool because you know i i get my samples and stuff like that from like when I was that age like I go back to like those video games like and I get samples like you know like I I saw Zed's uh Zed's live mix on um at um uh, Ultra and he had like Zelda and stuff like that you know (laughs) it was for his like intro and like yeah just cool cool stuff man I'm stoked to see what what I'm stoked to hear from him in the future I hope that you know DJ Danger will pop up here and here and there um you know yeah, so. definitely. I think, yeah, like you said, I think it's especially like when he defines like his own sort of 
sound. And I think anyone of like that age is definitely gonna have like a bit main influence on like the popular type music and on what's going on now, just because like that's generally like what they hear everyone, what everyone at school and stuff's probably talking about, yeah, and, like yeah. what all his friends and all that kind of like. So I mean, as soon as, as soon as he like develops that like deep, like, as, as soon as he finds like his own sound, it's gonna be unreal because it's fun to mix like what you like but then like when you find like your own sound it kind of like, takes it to another level and so that'll be a real interesting to see and yeah i have no clue where what his sound would be but it, i'm sure he's gonna do some pretty awesome things with it so yeah it's ten thousand hour rule oh yeah right. for sure like, <laughs> like you know i put i put you know just on vinyl like and i started with vinyl 2009 and um then I went to CDJ and then um, uh, now I'm still with CDJ and I'm thinking about if I start producing more then I'm going to get tractor because you know all my because I have I burned so many CDs you know <laughs> I just like can barely keep up with it now so it's like you know tractor is very portable I see you guys got sorry sorry what do you guys have again um, so we we spin on tractor uh, we okay. use it this is innovation twitch right right um which is then, really light and powered right off the computer. Um, and then everything we use is powered right off the computer. Yeah. <laughs> and we cool. had this weird composite setup with like a, a launch pad and he has a mix, mix track, track and basically yeah. a bunch of different like controllers, lots of buttons and stuff. And now we're, we're consolidating. Um, yep. but actually you might, you may be interested to know we, uh, we went on a little shopping trip this weekend. Really? Yeah. And, uh, we, we are, the proud owners of machines. Oh, machines. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool, man. Yeah, yeah I've heard about that. I, I, I've seen a bunch of commercials on YouTube and stuff like yeah. that before. So he's got, a, he's got a big daddy machine. I've got a micro machine. And I, I, we just think for for the uh, the hip-hop sort of beat making that we're into. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. be yeah, it'll, it should be great. I mean, we downloaded last night. We were just goofing around. We downloaded all kinds of just like awful awful of songs from our youth so oh. like, like La- dem, dem franchise boys okay. <laughs> all yeah. that kind of stuff we would just like we would play the acapellas and then we would both like get one of the machines and then just start like making like uh making our own like beats to go uh for the acapellas to go over and just like doing it like live like that we were just like load up an acapella like make a beat load up an acapella like make a beat and we just did that for a while last night that was a ton of fun but yeah i think like basically that's what we're going to in our live sets. Is like, <laughs> <we> wanna, <laughs> my dad just texted me, you bought what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, we got it for a great He got it prices, for really, though. Max got Real it for cheap. Really cheap. Don't worry. Mr. Hamilton, Didn't spend worry. a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big ups dad, you know what I mean? <laughs> but basically, uh, that's sort of like, we were talking about this actually with, uh, with Alex, with Epsilon Not uh, last week. Like, the type of DJing that you do sort of depends on what you play. Right. And so, you know, if you're doing deep house, right, your mix is, your mix itself is going to take like 60 seconds at least. Right. That's not how we do it though. Mm -hmm. Like we do a lot of throwing into it. We do a lot of sampling stuff like that. So that's why machine works like would would work well for what we're trying to do. Right. Right. Not if you're, you know, doing like, like I said, deep house, it's it's kind of useless to you. So, Uh so that's why I, that's the other thing that's kind of interesting. I always, I've always found it interesting how some people are like, "Oh, you don't use CDJs? Well, wow, you're just an amateur." <laughs> and I don't really think that's yep. true anymore because, you know, you've got 
you know, some of the people that we routinely go and see at clubs are like DJing on hundred dollar controllers. Right, so right, right. I yeah. like I like how it, the playing field is becoming more and more like democratized as time goes on, especially right, with these right. young kids sort of shaking things up. Right, so. right. And I remember when like, you know, machine wasn't even like, you know, back in two thousand nine they were just having like prototypes and stuff like that. And like, you know, prototypes of like, you know, you got like Scratch Live and stuff like that and all mm-hmm. that. And like me and my friends really didn't like that type of software because mainly we we bought vinyl and we were like really in it we're Uh like we're really really into the vinyl scene like you know just just like you know just getting all getting all those vinyl it was expensive man digging through crates yeah like yeah Yeah. and then like you know getting like you know all old like hip-hop vinyls and then drum there's new drum and bass vinyls you know you can go to like chemicalrecords.com and and buy like vinyls and and stuff like that but that was before we were really into production Mm -hmm. so now that we're really into production it's very hard because it's like can't really put my you know something that i just made in my room on vinyl or see you know like you know and and it's like oh i gotta burn another cd oh man you know because so it's it's you know when you're producing a lot it's really good to have you know like you, what you guys have you know tractor or yeah. you know machine or stuff like that and now that we're at an age where it's accessible yeah. um you know it's a lot easier to buy that stuff and like especially for kids that are just growing up and they see all these like djs and djs have that to keep you know spice up their live set you know like like even eight i think it was saw an interview with a track and he said like if you if he said if you play exactly every song every single night for like a week then like you're not a dj you know yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. like mix it up a little bit play to the crowd and stuff like that so that is true yeah yeah it's rad but you know i'm yeah i'm stoked you know like today we did something crazy we didn't play any trap music today i know what the (laughs) heck it was so weird we we were (laughs) were start out with moon baton and then like we ended up in new disco we played (laughs) we played like new disco and house music and i was like what is this that's how it is (laughs) man it's 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 a whole wheel you know you got it's it is a whole wheel you know like even i saw saw an interview with like sunny moore skrillex and he was saying like you can't play drum and bass really in the u.s you know because not a lot of people are super into drum bass in the u.s you know where where that's getting controversial now you know that 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 um that uh interview was like a year old but uh you gotta play more hip-hop in the u.s whereas in uk Mm -hmm. you gotta play more drum and bass you know it just depends where you are man it's like which is like where i play at home i play this little underground club where you play a lot i have to play a lot of house music and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. really depends yeah and I, i now especially like it feels like everything especially with like the internet social media stuff like all like the it's great for every genre because now you see like a couple more um up and coming like you uk hip-hop artists that are like phenomenal that are starting to like just like gain some traction over here like in the u.s and it's um and like you said like with the drum bass drum bass is coming more popular here hip-hop's growing like more like over there it's like to see like that exchange of almost both culture like and music is like like a pretty crazy thing because like i i was like i was like oh i'd never even heard of uk rappers before but recently they've just been making some like big waves over here which has been exciting for me being the hip-hop head of our little duo (laughs) yeah i think the thing a lot of people don't realize is it's kind of interesting is like mcs in the uk are uh, yeah are dropping over drum and bass tracks oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's over it's over a hip-hop beat and so it's like I mean, I mean, we noticed this actually yesterday with the machine is I was making a hip hop beat and I had it at 98 uh, beats per minute. That's exactly And right. I was like, oh, let's see what happens. I turned it up to 180. I'm like, 
this literally sounds a, like a lot like the background yeah. of a drum and bass beat. Yeah, yeah, that's and, that's exactly right, man. Like you know, I've been I've been actually mixing drum and bass and rap for you know, ever since I like developed started mixing. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. I mixed I mixed uh like you're a jerk with um <laughs> you know like a bunch of drum and bass before. That's 99 BPM. If you just slow that slow that down a little bit to like you know 80 BPM, you can like speed yeah. up the drum and bass to like 180 BPM. And literally, it's every two hits for drum and bass it's one hit for yeah. hip-hop and like yeah. what you're saying what you're saying about um uk mcs is absolutely correct you know even you know dj hypes uh a drum bass arena mix when i was like starting to spin back in 2007 i believe he had um like dizzy rascal like you know yep. um rapping in the background of a lot of his like drum bass tracks and like yep. well, what they do is like instead of like Talk, talk, talking real slow they're like you know they've been even at fabric when i when i saw that fabric 2011 like they were just you know you know like like just like going crazy man you know it's it's they're they're you you should look up uh mc like skibbity um all those like mcs because they're they're just they're just you know banging it yeah it's nuts it's yeah, it's a crazy music scene. And it is. Uh, it is, which is why we at Ham and Banger seek to give you everything <laughs> and explore this wonderful music scape together with our friends, including Spencer here, DJ Aslan, and all the other guests who come on the show. Thank you so much for coming in tonight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, our, our time is about up. Yeah, we've got one minute and probably like 20 seconds so we're gonna go ahead and, <laughs> close, <laughs> and close the show out um we'll be back next week um no details on the guest yet we have something in the works but uh, i'll give you a hint it's gonna be a very heavy hitting hood classic my fave um <laughs> if you've been missing that um and as always check out our facebook our mix cloud and who knows? Maybe sometime in the next couple of weeks, we'll start getting stuff up on SoundCloud. Yeah, who knows? With our with these new things, machines, things these. might happen. Heck um, yeah! But anyway, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, and uh, thank you to Aslan for stopping by again. Great to have you back. And uh, is Killer Mix is always and always fun uh, getting to chat with you afterwards. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, no problem. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to WVAU. Ham and Bangus.